Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Yeah, the baseball world is all eyes on me. All eyes on us here in Baltimore. Just when we could take a breath about the new ownership, <laughs> Corbin Burns is traded to Baltimore. Corbin Burns, Kyle Bradish, Grayson Rodriguez. Those are your first three. If Grayson and Bradish, if they develop, ooh-wee, going to be problems in Baltimore. Joining us right now. Former general manager of the Baltimore Orioles, now broadcaster. You can hear him on Sirius XM Radio, MLB Network Radio. He is Jim DeCat. Good morning, Jim. Good morning. What a week, gentlemen. Holy what? cow. Hey, Jesus, man. man. I was listening to you yesterday, and I called you about one thing. Yeah. And when when after we text back and forth, something else took precedence. So I'll ask you, <laughs> Corbin Burns to Baltimore, grade the trade and what it means to the Orioles. Holy cow! That that is something. Well, this to me, like you know, when you're when you're a GM, you're trying to find, you know, a a, a trade that makes a, a huge difference in your chances of getting to the World Series or even winning the World Series. This is one of those trades. Like it's like Burns is that type of pitcher, right? It's top of the rotation pitch. It would be like trading for an all-star at the trade deadline, an all-star, let's say, position player. Like, he has that type of impact. He helped not only, you know, on the days he pitches, it's the day before, you know, he saves the bullpen. The guy, we don't we don't see many guys throwing 200 innings anymore. He'll do that. He's going into his free agent year. He'll dominate, you know, righties and lefties. He can pitch in the AL East. Like, all these things, all these boxes you go check 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 he fits them all and that's that's the beauty of this one um and i honestly i didn't think the co- i mean the cost could be expensive you know probably in the future if certain things happen with ortiz right but i didn't think the cost overall was all that all that great considering uh you know getting this type of pitcher and, and, and you got to view it as just a rental you know he's going to get uh, north of two hundred million dollars easily as a as a as a free agent, maybe maybe in the mid two hundred at the end of the year, uh, and who knows with the new ownership if they'll decide to want to keep him or not. But I mean this is this is just a, a, a basically a, a home run t- a type of trade that you don't get many opportunities to make. Jim, do you think this happened because of new ownership? And what do you? How excited should Oriole fans be because of the new ownership? Well, I, I, you know, that's a good question, Jeremy. I think that the Orioles had, had been shopping for this type of pitcher all winter, right? And, and the, you know, they know there's a lot that was being said about, well, you know, that maybe this is why they weren't spending money. But, I, I mean, the, the rumors on their interest in Dylan Cease in Chicago were real, too. They had made an offer that I was told was, you know, a similar type package to what they gave up for Burns. They were going to get an extra year. They weren't going to go. You know, they were basically set on a certain level. They weren't going beyond it. They were just they were showing the discipline, which I thought was the right move. You know, you don't want to overpay for for any if you if you can help it, even with cease. 
Um, and so, you know, when you look at it, you go, I, I think they, the answer first, you know, is I think they were going to make this deal even if there wasn't an ownership change. But I think this expedites it, right? So, so th- I think that's probably the, w- the way I would view it. And listen, that when when you look at what's ahead and the willingness to spend money, you know, being uh, the fact that the Rubenstein Rubenstein's a local guy and you know has has is twice the net worth of uh, of the Angelos family. I mean, that's going to I think bode well for them, not just to keep. Maybe you know, give you an opportunity to re-sign Burns, but to keep the young players that they have. Like everyone's concerned about, can they keep Adley? Can they keep Gunner? You know, what about Jackson Holland? Well, now they have the ability and will have the ability to sign the, some of those guys uh, long term. The the non-Boris represented players to a long term deal. Here with Jim Duquette, former MLB uh, general manager, now with Sirius XM Radio. Right, Jim, you had a great explanation because because we don't know. I mean, new ownership, that was yep. early 90s here in Baltimore in terms of baseball. When could we really expect the new ownership group uh, uh, to take over? How much time How much well, time is that process between being approved by the owners and all that? Yeah, well, again, it's some of this, you know, it's, it's based off of, you know, if you look at most recent sales, the most recent sales with the Mets and – you have to go through an approval process first with the ownership committee, which I believe is about, I think it's six owners. Um, they go through an initial kind of, uh, you know, uh, background and, and they're investigating, making sure that you have the money, which clearly they do. But, but you know, part of the, the, the timing of this is depending on how many other part owners are going to be involved. Right? You start to see some of these owners lining up. Well, they all have to have some sort of background check to make sure that they have the finances as well. So that takes a period of time. The Mets, it, the Mets, the owner, Steve Cohen, he had a part ownership stake in the Mets prior to him taking over and buying it from the Wilpon family. He had already gotten you know, that preliminary approval. So he had to fill in, you know, the rest of that we'll call it application, you know, and and it took between that and uh, working out the de- the remainder of the details of the deal, and then getting ownership approval is about five months. I would suspect it'll be something along those lines. Um, you know, they'll obviously talk about it up at the upcoming ownership meetings here, but very rarely does it. You know, and this, this is a big deal, obviously. Uh, because it includes mass and two, right? So um, I think I think all of those things would would push towards five months, which is which is fairly quick, I think, when it comes to ownership. I mean, we've seen Major League Baseball ownership deals take longer than that. So um, I don't think it'll be if it, if it's less than that, I would be surprised. It'd pr- probably look at sometime you know mid uh, mid summer somewhere in, you know the next ownership meeting. I would suspect they'll be up for a vote. It's, it's nice, though, that there were two off-seasons, the ones that the Dodgers had and then the rest of baseball. Um, no, no kidding. No uh, kidding. How unbelievable is that? What's the rest of the – I just saw Rob Bradford from up in Boston tweeting out that the Red Sox are about to make a big move. No idea what that is or if there's yep. something um, uh, going on with that. But uh, but that being said, is Theo Epstein going back in some – anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm just looking at – like the way that the rest of this, the ALE sets up, what are your thoughts on yeah. – uh, just these teams, because I, I heard Michael Kay is like, hey, man, the Yankees and the rest of these teams should be on notice for what the Orioles have been doing. Yeah, I, I, I mean, there's no doubt that I think, um, you know, they were on notice last year and now with this move, you know, puts them on notice again. I, I think there's a couple. I, I really look at the two teams in the division now um, 
And I thought the Orioles were going to be the best team in the division anyway. But, you know, the Yankees, uh, with with their improvements, you have to look at what they've done too. And they're not done yet. But, you know, Toronto's been a, a little uh, measured. Um, they, I, I don't think they're as good as the next two. And Tampa's always good. You can't. Some some people discount them a little bit. I I can't do it. I've done it. I've tried to <laughs> look at it. They they just they do things you know better than most with like almost zero money. So so I, they're going to be in the mix. And then there's like and then the Red Sox. You know they're like they're on a different island right now, kind of going in different direction. It seems like so. I I think it's a two team division for the for the you know the American League East with the Yankees and the O's, and then the next two. You know, I would again it wouldn't surprise me if you saw three teams in the in the postseason. Again, you know, this year out of the American League East. But right now I'd say there's a clear Orioles and then the Yankees right behind them. There he is. My guy, Jim the Cat. Jim, thanks a lot, my friend. Appreciate it, man. You got it, guys. Talk right, to you later. Talk good, to you. good to catch up. Bye. Always. Rick Ritter joins us at 930, but on the other side is Jeremy Kahn's Daily Line. Yeah, full slate of NBA games, college hoops tonight. I'll tell you what went right, what went wrong last night. Ugly night for me again. So back-to-back bad days. Nobody likes talking about the bad days, but – That's what I got to do. We'll tell you what you're looking for tonight and this weekend coming up next here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The fan wants to hear from you. Text the Plaza Ford text line. 410-583-1057. The Big Bad Daily Line. Sponsored by the Green Turtle Bet Parks Sportsbooks. This postseason, bet in person at the Green Turtle Bet Parks Sportsbooks. With locations in Camden and Towson and enjoy the best in class sports wagering experience at their state-of-the-art facilities. Bringing an unmatched sports betting thrill. 105.7 The Fan.
I think his shot selection is waiting. Oh, what a five from Nass. Count it. And the foul. Threat of the three-point shot gets you way spread out, and your five-man is 25 feet from the hoop, and he's made two 25-footers. So you have to honor him back there, and that opens up the back cut and the layup for Jawan Gary. There you go. That's uh, courtesy of the Big Ten Network. Uh, frustrating for me is I was on Wisconsin last night. Started off great. Uh, they were playing some pretty good basketball. Up 16 at the half. Went to overtime and lost. Tough spot. Ben, you had Nebraska. I was on Wisconsin. Yeah, one of those ones. But I think I feel like from talking to you, a lot of times we end up on the same side there. Yeah, that's smart I, betters. Yeah, I think Ben's a pretty... Well, if I think I'm a pretty sharp guy, then that must mean I think Ben's a pretty sharp guy too. But last night, no bueno for me is I just took it on the chin. I had SMU minus eight. They were basically up four to six points the entire game. It was kind of back and forth, and then they they win by four. <laughs> College of Charleston, they can go... Eh, God. I... Watching that game in the second half and how they played, it blew up everything. I had the over over in Marshall, o- Old Dominion, that went over the total. And then I had the over in Western Kentucky, which was 157.5 and, and finished at 156. So just a brutal night for me. Um, had the under in the Celtics-Lakers game. Had Arizona as smaller plays for me. They hit, but still, not not a good night. And I went 3-2 and two in my prop plays. I'm sorry, 2-2 two and two in my prop plays. Let me go look. No, 2-1. and one. I only had three prop plays last night, and I was kind of... I was really pissed off the one didn't hit because I had Dante DiVincenzo, his PRA over, I think it was 26 and a half. And in the first quarter, he's got 17 of them. And I'm like, I only need seven the rest of the game. He literally does nothing until the end of the third and into the fourth. And I'm going, all right, I think I need six more and I'm good. Nothing the rest of the game. What a what a weird one to have there. But so where are we going to go today? What are we going to look at today? How are we going to break it down? I brought up. Um, yesterday, and I didn't even get to get to it, was LeBron James joining. DraftKings is trying to get something launched with their, um, you know, they partnered up with Barstool, or at least there's something there. They've also now partnered up with LeBron James. If you haven't seen the logo of him slapping his hands and yeah. the chalk going and forming the DraftKings logo. Yeah. I, I'm sorry to leave you, man. I had some tuna earlier. Tuna? Then tuna just had me. Oh, see, yeah. that's I got you, man. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. We're handling business over here. Let me go through a rundown. And what I, by the way, because I ran into Rashawn last night at the Green Turtle in Canton. Fun. He was um, he was talking about, he goes, hey, you like this game this morning? And I said, no, I'm off that game now because of some of the changes. This is what I talk about and having the website. And when I give out stuff in the morning, these are leans because things change all the time. It does not mean I'm locked into these plays, guys. Um, but I don't, what I try to do is I'll never change a play from one side to the other. But I may scratch a play out and not bet it. And the one I, the one I scratched out last night, would have been a winner. Um, and it's so frustrating because in the NBA, I was talking about that Memphis game. Memphis all banged up. They were playing um, uh, the Cavs last night, and the final was 108-101. So it went under the total, even though I got away from it. Uh, so that being said, if you took it, you were still a winner. Here's what I like tonight. Let me run through this. I think the Thunder in a great spot. I like that Toronto Houston under. I like the Heat against the Wiz. I know the Wiz have been playing better as of late. Heat finally got their first win. Can they piggyback off of it? Build some momentum with Terry Rozier there now. They should come in and be able to handle the Wizards. But since the Wizards made a coaching change, I actually like what they're doing. They're not splitting it up and giving everybody 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Really? Yeah, Tyus Jones has been playing a bulk of the point guard minutes. And why not? He's He has the best assist-to-turnover ratio, or one of them in the league, along with Tyrese Halliburton. And um, who was the other guy? The, the guy the Wizards traded to uh, the Pistons, the former um, 
Nuggets uh, guard. Monte Morris. Monte Morris. Thank you, Ben. Look at that. Ben's on top of things, man. All right, so let, let me look at the rest of this. Clippers-Pistons. I like the over there, and I'm probably going to go to the Suns-Hawks over. I think Devin Booker's in an absolute smash spot tonight, guys, um, on the road. But I, I think the Hawks are live dogs, too. I am not betting the Hawks. People know that they're my damn kryptonite. Every time I bet on them, they piss me off. So we're going to go with the over here. College hoops, more than likely going to go to the Iowa-OSU over um, and at 157.5. I like Ryder tonight. I like Brown. What can Brown do for you? They can win a game and cover the two and a half against Penn. That's what they can do. Dayton St. Bonaventure under at 134 and a half. And Princeton Yale, I'm going to bet the under there at 140 and a half. What about Ohio State, Iowa? I'm on the over there. Or at okay. least I'm leaning that way. I want to see Did where. Did you say that already? I'm sorry. Yeah, that was the first one I said. Thank I'm you, sorry. Rob. I'm sorry. No, it's okay, man. I'm sorry. Look, you've had yourself a day. Your tuna just had you. You had an emotional moment earlier at 8.15. <laughs> you guys should go back and listen to that. It was a great story that Rob told about his son. Um, you can check it out on the Odyssey app. But, you know, like, I, I just think tonight, last night wasn't a great night. And I'm not talking about from me sides. I even said I didn't love last night. I'm still going to find things to bet on because I'm a degenerate, a loser, if you will. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, this is what I do. All day long, I look at spreads. You know how, like, there might be some guys out there that are checking out girls or maybe you're watching the Food Network for some ideas to cook. Whatever your thing is, this is my thing. Yeah, I look at I look at numbers. I look at gambling all got damn day, Rob. That's all I do. I, I I sit on the porch and smoke cigars. I know, man, but like I can't. Like I'm on the toilet. I'm looking at spreads. I'm reading articles. I don't read books or anything. You know how many articles I read a day on DFS and gambling? About twenty. It's nonstop. That's all I do. And I bet you, this poor bastard Ben, you're probably doing the same damn thing, aren't you? Absolutely. See. It that? also helps you with like if you, if you just get away from gambling, just if you bet and research betting, you know so much about sports that other people don't. Yeah, he's right. I mean, that's that's the point. I'm a when better you radio start, host. When you start um, justifying Joe, when you start justifying it with things like that, mm-hmm. then you know you got to bet. You know so much more about sports. I can tell Coach Harbaugh. Well, that's a bad example. I can tell Andy Reid how to call a game. What do you go? Are you, are you saying that's like somebody saying I'm the best drunk driver? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah. It's like you're just trying to support your problem, but exactly. get an Uber. <laughs> what do you mean you're the best drunk driver? The good thing about smoking so much weed <laughs> is I never speed on the interstate. <laughs> I got caught behind somebody going 25 today. And I weed. Said, you're still high. <laughs> so am I, but I'm going 50. No. That's anyway. what weed smokers say. But I do think tonight's an interesting night. Um, as we said, the NHL is at the All-Star break. You've got some Pro Bowl stuff this weekend. Uh, hope to see people at the Green Turtle Towson on Sunday. Don't forget about the radio show, 11 to noon on Sunday uh, on 105.7 The Fan right here. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so looking forward to all that. But my, my favorite plays tonight, I'm going to look at that Clippers-Pistons over. I think the Toronto-Houston under is a great play in the NBA. I like Princeton-Yale under. And I like Brown a lot. So that's where I'm at. Thank you very much, Jeremy Carr. Joe LaCroix's Encore, the Black History Moment, all at 945, but on the other side. Rick Ritter from WJZ-TV joins us on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 9.31 in the AM, Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn, Ed Norris down in Florida. Joining us right now from WJZ-TV, courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline. He is... Rick Ritter, what's going on, Rick? Rob, Jeremy, happy Friday, guys. How you doing? Doing well, Good. man. Happy Friday to you. I'd much rather be preparing for the Super Bowl, but, you know, hey, the team didn't take care of business on the field. What happened on Sunday, man? This Is uh, is this like the most disappointing loss you've seen since you've been here in Baltimore? Oh, by far. It's not even close, man. It's not even close. And you don't know where to start. We can start a million different places. But let's begin with... This coaching staff fouled Lamar in terms of the game plan that was put together for Sunday. And what I'm about to say in all this, it's nothing that everybody hasn't been saying all week long. But they fouled him with a game plan. And these opportunities, they do not come around often. You guys know that. Especially a year where everybody else was down in the AFC. Kansas City, the weapons that Mahomes had, they weren't even considered to be up to par than what they were in previous seasons. Joe Burrow being hurt. The Dolphins getting banged up late. This was their year everything was lining up for this to be the year. Next year, it is going to be that much harder. And a couple of things. I mean, look, abandoning the run as early as they did, Lamar is not his best when he has to drop back and throw first through third down, which they didn't have to do, okay? They were down 17-7. They were acting like they were down 24 points in the second half. They should have mixed in the run. It would have opened everything up because that is when Lamar is at his best, when you're able to get some play action, when he's able to get some confidence in there. But when he's dropping back first through third down and he has to throw, that's just not him. Lamar dropping back 40 times a game, that, that's not his game. So they failed him miserably in terms of the offensive plan. But at the same time, guys on the outside, and we talk about this outside of Zay, you know, guys aren't winning one-on-one battles. And I think that that's why this year when you go into the offseason – you're going to see a high priority put on a receiver that can complement Zay and somebody else that can stretch the field and win some matchups. And Odell, he was great for what he was this year, and so was Nelly. Both of those guys, I think, played an instrumental part in the success that Zay Flowers had. But at the same time, they're not strong number two guys. That's not it. you got to bring somebody else in. And Lamar's not getting any younger. I said this to somebody yesterday. Lamar, 27, about to be 28, or is it 28, about to be 29? He is not getting any younger, and he's not running the way he was when he was 22. Now, look, Lamar, a step slower, is still faster than 98% of the league, but he's not running the way he was when he was 22. These opportunities don't come around often. Failure of a game plan around him 
and it's disappointing to say the least because you don't know when they're going to get back there. There's a lot of questions in the offseason. You, you know the sad part of everything you just said with, with all of that, the game plan being kind of hogwash and things not going your way. Even coming in with a bad game plan, they still should have won that game, which is so weird to me. The turnover is really playing a difference in it. And now, like, now you're picking up some of the pieces because Mike McDonald's now the Seattle Seahawks head coach. I think they got a gem. Zach Orr getting promoted here. What do you think of those two moves? Yeah, and you know what? Let me just add this real quick. As I sit there and I put so much emphasis on Munkin and Harbaugh and the game plan that absolutely failed Lamar, and also the fact that, and Ray Rice said this too earlier this week, how somebody on the sideline doesn't step in at halftime or the third quarter, whatever it may have been, and go up to Harbs or, or call up the monkey in the booth and say, hey, what the hell are we doing? We need to switch this up. Ray was like, you know what? If this was Ed Reed or Ray Lewis, somebody would have walked up to the coach and said something because it was that obvious what was going wrong. And at the same time, again, I, I finger at Munkin, Lamar had some horrible plays, horrible plays. I mean, the sack he took that put them out of field goal range, they had to punt. That was huge. The throwing in the triple covers, the likely in the end zone when he had Beckham wide open across the middle of the field coming open. He had some really questionable moves, holding onto the ball too long, and the offensive line didn't do him any favors. But Lamar had some crucial mistakes in big-time moments. Now, jumping to your question, Zach Orr, and we've said it all season, players coach, these younger coaches in the league, these guys that can relate because they just played the game a couple of years ago, the guys love that. They love it. And, I mean, it doesn't just happen in the NFL. I think it's sports all over. Players, coach, younger guys who can relate. The team feeds off of this. I think this is a great move, bumping him up and letting him have it. Uh, Anthony Weaver is another guy who is highly regarded in this organization. I think that you see how well-respected he is around the league because that's a guy that's been getting a lot of you know chatter, if you will, about going elsewhere to be in D.C., uh, I thought it might have been Weaver, but it's Zach Orr, and I think it's a great hire. And as far as the Seahawks, I mean, they get their guy, Mike McDonald, who is 36 years old and what he's going to bring to that organization and what he's been able to do with this defense the past couple of years. Roquan Smith gets so much credit, and rightfully so, but Mike McDonald is a big part of that too. Yeah, he is. Rick Ritter joins us, WJZ-TV. Rick, you, you agreed to be on next week, so we'll ask you about the Super Bowl then. I want to ask you about this Pro Bowl. I'm seeing updates on the NFL Network that I think was it the AFC is in the lead or whatever because of, I didn't even know this thing started yet. They had dodgeball. Or... I didn't. I, I'm, I'm paying zero <laughs> attention to this thing. Man, they got to switch this up. They got to do something. And we say it every year. It's the same time every year, and we're talking about the same stuff. What are they doing? Look at what the NBA has done in terms of the play-in tournament and getting creative with that and finding ways to get these guys more money, more incentive to be competitive because that's what you want at the end of the day. They need to do something like that. I don't know what it is, if it's money, if it's like high stakes with charity. We know the NFL has no shortage of dollars. So somebody needs to get behind it and figure it out. How do we get these guys back out on the field, flying around, playing the game that we normally see on Sundays instead of all this gym class stuff? Because that's exactly what it is. And I can't even imagine that people are watching this. Well, you know, we asked for them to change up the game, and then now we get this. And, uh, like, I'd almost rather see the guys – I'd rather see them play a basketball game or play a softball game or something uh, than, than than some of these – I mean, the skill competition stuff, it's fun at times. Like, I remember the old video game. What was that the, with the quarterback competition and all the stuff that they had and you know, the guys throwing the footballs how far they could yeah. and hitting the targets. Like, <laughs> I like that stuff. I think it's fun. But it, it is weird to have kind of what should be their all-star game, and it's the worst one of the bunch. It's not even close. 
I don't understand how anybody in the marketing PR, whatever the meetings are that are sitting back behind this, and the people are making these decisions. And imagine them sitting at a conference table and they're popping up the PowerPoint presentation and they're like, and here's what we're going to do. And everybody in the room goes, oh, that's a great idea. Who the hell is sitting back there and thinks that this is a good idea? Because it's horrible. I mean, they've got to come up with something better than this. This can't be the end-all, be-all. There's got to be something else, a way that we can figure this out. Uh, to make it more competitive because it's just it's hard to watch. Does anybody even care at the end of the day? No, not really. I, I sure don't. <laughs> I surely don't. Hey, man, thanks a lot. What can we find you? I mean, I know the football season is over, but are you still around town? Look, we'll be doing the Purple Playbook show still with Tory Smith all season long. That's going to be airing on Fridays and Saturday nights, breaking down what I think is going to be an interesting off season for this team. And then outside of that, 5, 7, 11 p.m., WJZ News, you know we got you covered with everything going on, the local station that you guys can count on. And uh, buckle up because, Rob, we talked about it on Monday. This is going to be a wild offseason, and I got a feeling a couple of guys that people aren't thinking about are going to be moved for some uh, for some cap reasons. Hey, hey, Rick, I just wanted to say thanks, too. I saw that you and Denise were a part of the the happy birthday video that we, we sent to Sanzi. Well, I should say they sent to Sanzi. Uh, Eric and a bunch of other people were handling it. Lynn... Uh, to set up that video, and uh, you and Denise being a part of it and what you guys said, man, I really appreciate it. Oh, man, Jeremy, thank you for all you've done. Are you kidding me? To bring Mo's story to the forefront and give it the spotlight that it deserves, uh, it's not just known here locally, it's known nationally. And I think that we all try to surround ourselves with people like that. Yep. You and Rob, uh, you know, Denise is great, and our station is great. John and Jimmy Seafood, I mean, iron sharpens iron, as John always says, and that's what it's all about at the end of the day helping people, getting out great stories about people, and bringing this city together. And Mo Gabba, he had done it like nobody else. And and I appreciate that, too, because I would have said, like, you know, thank you for thanking me, but why bring Rob up in it? But if you missed Rob's story from earlier, he, he got <laughs> – hey, look, he, he did. He told an amazing story at 8.15 today about he and, and his son Robbie. So I thought that was pretty cool. Let me tell you, man, anytime Rob is out in public, it doesn't matter who comes up to him – old lady, younger person, he will take the time to talk to every individual. And that's what I always say. You can't fake it. I always like to see how people are out in public. Rob's the real deal, man. And both of you guys are. You're always giving back to the community. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. I'm just glad he didn't say that Rob, you know, whoever he runs into, old lady, young lady, (laughs) middle-aged lady. (laughs) (laughs) Keyword is lady. Hey, man, you will. Some of the behind the scenes story, I I can't tell them on air. (laughs) Well, Rob likes to tell about the time the dude put his hand on my thigh when we were out. Uh So he can kiss my ass. I'll browbeat the hell out of him. You guys get to say all the stuff that I'm not allowed to say. So, you know, I get amusement out of it. I appreciate it. Rick Ritter, you are the man, my friend. Thanks a lot. Talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. And thank you for a great season. I know we'll talk next Friday, but I appreciate you having me on. It's always a blast to chop it up. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, buddy. Rick Ritter is the best, man. 410-583-1057. It's funny because I'll tell you this. Rick gives props for people doing all the things that he does all wrapped in one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the, the always talking to people, pillars of the community. He gives props to other people for doing that, but he does it himself. Yep. That's who he is. He's a good guy. Joe has the encore. Well, wait, 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 wait. Does Joe have it or been at? Who picked the encore? Who has the encore? Oh, Joe has the encore. You don't want to miss it. Also, my black history moment and find out what we learned today on The Fan. A bleacher-clearing brawl erupted between parents during a New Jersey youth wrestling championship while the children watched just feet away from the chaos. The disturbing scene ensued at 
Phillipsburg High School in Warren County. The vid- there's video of it. Was angled at a match in progress, but captured the moment two men sparked the all-out melee in the school's gymnasium. Following the conclusion of a separate match across the gym uh, from the two men, one donning a white T-shirt and a hat, the other in a black hoodie and a hat, are captured shouting back and forth on the outskirts of the wrestling mat before the all-out brawl just breaks out. I'm talking, there's like 20 people there, man, just going at it in the background while these kids are trying to wrestle. And you know what? Like, just so people know, watching parents fight doesn't ruin you. I've seen my dad fight multiple times. See your dad get his okay. ass whipped. See your dad get his ass whipped, Roach. Yeah, that does. But I'm okay. Look at me. I'm doing great. Parents, don't fight. <laughs> don't fight, parents. Coming up, if, what's in my butt? If, if Jeremy is okay, don't fight, parents. My dad beat so many people's asses growing up. I ain't never seen my dad lose a fight. He's lost arguments to me, but that old bastard ain't never lost a fight, man. I swear. He beat the piss out of my grandfather one day. Picked his ass up. That was his stepfather. Picked oh, his right. ass up. That makes it all right. Slammed him through a coffee table and got on top and just took out hey, all hey, of his. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, you don't know what you done. And I'm six years old watching this like. What's going on there? <laughs> and I'm A-OK, folks. Ain't nothing wrong with me. <laughs> Go ahead and fight in front of you kids. <laughs> That's the encore for today. Oh. oh, my gosh. You can listen to the encore. Just check out the Odyssey app. Let's do it all weekend if you yeah. missed any part of the show. You can, down- I mean, you can download literally listen to any segment on the show. So. Yeah. Uh, now time for our Black History Moment. Today, boys and girls, I'm going to tell you all about Brianna Scurry. She was a uh, widely recognized and one of the most talented and influential goalkeepers. She had a 173 international appearances. Uh, she is a, ch- a champion uh, equality and diversified the sport. In 2017, Scurry was inducted, first black female inducted into the National Soccer Hall of Fame. Named starting goalkeeper for the United States women's national team in 1994, Scurry led the team on an illustrious run that included two Olympic gold medals in 1999 uh, at a FIFA World Cup championship, which represented one of the most uh, seminal events in American athletic history. Brianna made the iconic penalty kick that saved, uh, that carried the U.S. to victory. We don't remember that because... Uh, what was her name? Brandy Chastain. Yeah, took her shirt off. Yep. So we don't remember that. That's not that, that's not a black white thing. That's a boobies. Woman took a shirt off thing. <laughs> Scurry pioneered the first paid professional women's soccer league uh, as a founder founding player in t- 2001. Uh, Delivered uh, a, a horrible concussion led to her retirement in 2010. Since then, Scurry uh, has repurposed her visibility to become one of the nation's foremost advocates for increased awareness for traumatic brain injury throughout her impact on the landscape of women's soccer and American sports culture. Brianna was selected to the United States women's national team's uh, all-time best uh, 11 and was selected as the permanent title non-exhibit in the Smithsonian National Museum of African-American History and Culture. Ladies and gentlemen, Brianna Scurry. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Now it's time for you to find out what Jeremy learned today. Yeah. So uh, I guess I'd say this. When I die, 
I'm letting everybody know, Joe, Rob, when I die, I want my remains to be scattered all over the beach. Also, I don't want to be cremated. Just my body parts all over the beach. (laughs) I don't see why you should have to pay to go on the bus. The driver's going that way anyway. (laughs) Oh, boy. Job interviewer asked me, it says in your resume you went to Harvard University. I said, that's correct, for my cousin's graduation. (laughs) I'm going to start referring to my testicles as Wonkas because they're right in the middle of a willy and a chocolate factory. Lastly, I was fire today. <laughs> Lastly, I was laying in bed last night next to my wife, and she said, "Honey, make me scream with one finger." So I poked her in the eye. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Doink. What's he got going on this weekend, man? Yeah, I'll be at the Green Turtle in uh, Towson on Sunday, uh, Sunday afternoon after the radio show from eleven to noon. Um, doing some Korean barbecue tonight, so I'm excited about that. It's good. It's good. Um, yeah. So, and a lot of like great college basketball this weekend. So I'll probably be out and about watching it. I got a basketball game tomorrow. Good luck. The uh, Battle in Baltimore Classic. I got a bull roast tomorrow. Um, the Healy Brian Healy Foundation. That's the foundation. He, great. Great. Su- yeah. He supports a lot of the private schools. He had, they um the ones that started the Robbie Long Scholarship at Mount Carmel. Um, so. Yeah, got a full weekend. Good, man. Love Enjoy it. it. You too. You too. You too, Joseph. Hey, Ben, good job, man. You didn't totally screw up. Yeah. Good job. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did awesome. He did awesome. Joe's training him for the times that Joe has to take off. He needs a fill-in because we lost ours to mix 106 to a full-time job. Plus, Joe, Joe hasn't got COVID yet seven times this year. That's not, coming not, up. Not yet. Still not yet. early. Yeah, yep. still early. Vinny and Haney up next. Well, Bob Haney flying solo, right? Have yourselves a safe and wonderful day. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.